Productions. Well, not much happened in the last 48 hours. I don't know what we're going to talk about today. But we're going to make an effort. Obviously, I'm, I'm joking. Wow. An election. Scott and I are going to try to do our best to lay it out for you. Although a lot of it is still pending. You know, as I think back over the years, and I've been in doing broadcast stuff for 50-plus years. Oh, mercy. 60, I guess. Anyway, um, it seems to me that we had election results faster. Now, you think with all the computers today and everything... We wouldn't, we wouldn't have to wait too long. But, uh, well, anyway, Scott, what do you think? Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't ever remember. You know, in younger years now, yes, granted, in the 2000 election, you know, we had to wait for that one between uh, Gore and Bush. But before that, I'm not sure I remember all of this, you know, too close to call stuff. Got to do a recount. I'm sure it happened. Mm-hmm. But we don't hear about it. We didn't hear about it as much, or at least I didn't, as we do now. Well, as of this morning, there are only three states in the in the nation that, uh, shall we say, have called their results. Ohio is one of them. Yeah. Colorado and New Hampshire, the others. Um, now, among, uh, along with those, 42 states, as of 3 o'clock this morning, have sort of projected Winners, right? Yeah. Um, I I just don't understand. Well, that's that's um, we don't have every detail as you might expect. The places we've I've gone in the past over the years. Uh, some have not even posted their reports yet. But at least I can tell you about Athens County. And uh, it would appear that uh, our county, uh, everything went very smoothly. So, how many registered voters are there in our county? The answer is, and I'm going to round this off, 39,000. Um... If you want the exact number, it's 38,989. 
what's that? 11 people shy of 39,000. How many participated yesterday? Now, I don't mean yesterday, but I mean in this election. So, you know, you can go in and vote early, or you can go on election day, right? Yes. 18,249 participated. Um, That's 46.8% of the registered voters did their thing. 46.8%. Um, I'm very proud to go in and vote. How come less than half do? I understand some people may be out of town or something. Well, then they can make provisions for an absentee ballot or they can go in early when they're still in town. But that's not over 50% of our population. Why, Why aren't people voting? Are they bored? Do they not like either candidate? Well, I think you got to pick one because sure, certainly one might be better than another. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I'm not doing it very well. Well, well you know, it could be a number of reasons, like you mentioned a couple there. You know, we always hear about voter, is it apathy? Or are they, you know, where are they just... Don't really care. They people think their vote's not going to count. Well, yes, it will. Or they think that maybe just by them being one vote, it's not going to make a difference. But they add up, you know. So it's a civic duty. It's with Veterans Day coming up. That's one of the rights that is protected by. You said civic duty. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. It's a, it's a privilege that uh, Americans have enjoyed for decades, centuries, really, since we became a country. Now, you know, I said here in Athens County, 46.8% of the registered voters actually voted. Um, I do not have available to me, like, statistics from other counties. So, you know, I grew up in Worthington. So, Franklin County. Uh, I I don't know what percentage participated there. Uh, Name any other Ohio county and and we could um, we could see You know, if we're worse or better or typically. Even though I'm ashamed of it, I'm betting we're typical. I'm betting you're right. (laughs) Okay. We do have a caller already. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi, Dave. This is Jerry. How you doing, Scott? Hey, Jerry. Good. How are you? 
doing okay. Uh, just talking about, you know, votes and all that. And, you know, said one vote counts. I mean, last, last election when we had a school levy out in Alexander, we won that election by one vote. Yes. And that tells you how much one vote can mean. Wow. I mean, every vote is important. And, you know, it's, it's not hard to it's not hard to go vote. I mean, there's just plenty of places to go vote. Uh, and, you know, I think, too, like in this area, I mean, a lot of people I talk to now, I mean, with the way all the politics are, they, they say, you know, I don't listen to any news. You know, I don't want to hear any news. Well, if you don't listen to the news, how do you really know what's going on? Right. I mean, I know a lot of people don't believe that they're telling the truth on the news, but I think most of the time they are. I mean... And you, you can see, but, I mean, I don't know how many people I talked to said, you know, we just don't listen. We don't know. We don't listen to news. So how, just like how, if you don't listen to the radio or read the news or something, well, we, you're, missing out, you're missing out on a whole lot. We talked a little bit about this general topic yesterday in the sense that there are now so many different news networks, and some of them, uh, have an underlying purpose. Right. And so it's gotten to be that you have lost trust in those news networks. And and I don't mean just the ones with the underlying purpose, but you, you start to question everything. Right. And that's so unfortunate. I still think what I'm going to call the major three, the oldest three, ABC, CBS, NBC. I still think they are very fair. Oh, so do I. But um, and, um, anyway, it's these yeah. others that have come along over the years that even admit that they have a certain purpose or a, right. a certain direction um, that has uh, caused all networks to be questioned. Yeah, I just think, like you said, what, less than 50% voted in Athens County. And I think probably a lot of places it was a lot higher this time, but uh, I think in a lot of areas, certain areas, is we match up pretty well, but probably with a lot of the southeastern Ohio counties, you know, because there really wasn't too much going on locally. No big school levies, no big tax levies, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so if it didn't... Uh, they, they, they don't think it involves them that they, they won't go out and do it. But if there was a school levy on or something like that, they probably would have went out. But every, every election is important. Well, uh, of course, I'm dealing with countywide figures. So, you know, maybe the Alex district would, would have shown up if something was on theirs. But right. that doesn't mean the overall county was going to bump up because of a, a levy at a certain zone. Anyway. Right. Um, so. I appreciate your but call. Scott, one, one, yeah, one more thing. Scott, how about those Bobcats? Hey, how about that? I don't know if you heard me say this morning, but uh, for me, that game was over after the first quarter. Uh, the, Ohio dominated Miami once again. I mean, it was just oh, a, the basketball dominating. Game. No, football. Oh, football. wait, 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 wait. I'm football all mixed game up. Last night. Ohio had a football game last night? Yeah. Oh, where was I? Obviously, I, I, I guess so. But, 
I mean, I, I agree with you on that because, I mean, you know, even the Buffalo game there, like uh, that drive before half, they messed up and stuff. And I was still kind of worried there. But last night I really wasn't worried too much about last night's game. And, you know, the second half, like our offensive line, wow. And the running backs, and the wide receivers, uh, Warwick, I mean, what a difference in a football team in a year. Oh, yeah, everything was working last night, it seemed. Uh, yeah, what was I, the I, final? I'm, what was the final 37, score? 37-21, I think it was. Yeah, okay. I think it was. Cool. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm so glad for Tim Alvin because he seems like a great guy. And, um, you know, yeah. probably, what, 90% of people were wanting to get rid of him last year. Now everybody <laughs> wants him to stay here. And uh, so, you know, you have some uh, – you know he's going to be here now for a while, so hopefully the recruiting becomes better and better. And uh, and uh, I guess hopefully the way it's going now, you hopefully we get some really good transfers for next year from schools because, boy, they're helping us out. Yes, they are. When's their next home game? Uh, I believe. Yeah, it's the last game of the year against uh, Bowling gotta, Green, who is, all t- who is also tied with the Bobcats for first place in the MAC East. <laughs> Oh first thing uh, first, we got to beat Ball State yep. next week. Yep, they go to Ball and State on watch Tuesday. A, I did watch a little bit of Toledo Ball State, and Toledo beat them last night. But it doesn't look like Ball State's got too much of a passing game, but they they got a running game. But so I like our chances because I, I like our defense and defensive line and linebackers better than I do our uh, uh, defensive backs. So. Yeah, I like our chances yeah. at Ball State too. I I think the Bobcats will win there. If they play like they did yeah. last night, I I don't see them not winning. So well, I tell you what, if we, if we win next, uh, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? I'm not even sure what night it is. Tuesday, week, but is it Tuesday? Yeah. If we win that one, I mean, I don't see how we ever lose the Bowling Green game. Absolutely, I agree too. And uh, so, but then we just got to go into. Well, I'm getting counting my chickens before they hatch here. But <laughs> if we win those two, I mean. I want to win that championship game because it's been a long time. Yes, it has. Since we were kids. Since we were kids, yep. Yeah. I remember going Lee to. Lee Bryant. Yep. Todd Snyder was a wide Todd receiver Snyder. that year. Remember, you remember big Bob Homard, the big fullback? Yeah, at, he was a star in Canadian Football League. Yep. Dave Levesque was the halfback there. They had a great team. Tell you what, if you remember, the freshmen, when they were freshmen, Lee Bryant and Todd Snyder played their first game at uh, Athens High School Field, it was a freshman game against Cincinnati. Yes, I and do that remember that. Athens High School Field. Yep. That was right next to my house there. So, yes, I mean, I'll that's know right. That. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Well, anyway, I'll let you get back on there and talk about the elections. Oh, okay. we're, we've got other things, too. Well, Bobcat victory I, is right up there, too. Uh, I, I watch that more than I watch the elections. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I watched it. Well, after the OU game, I turned over and watched Toledo and them, and then yeah, I, I watched, watched that. the elections a lot. So. Yep. Yeah, I watched the uh, Toledo Ball State, and I agree with you about Ball State. They are, uh, let's say, ripe for picking by the Bobcats uh, well, this they, coming Tuesday night. I think they only had 67 yards passing, I think it was. Yeah, it wasn't very many. And uh, uh, they just do not look like the team that Ohio is right now. And, like you, I'm happy for Coach Albin. I worked with Coach Albin for 10 years at Ohio Athletics, and uh, Tim's, Tim's a high-energy guy. Uh, he's he's a good dude, too, and and uh, I'm happy for the success that they're enjoying this year, especially after, like you said, a rough year last year. Yep. 
So we so, could yeah, we could I'm, see I'm, them in Detroit for the championship game. Yeah, and I, like I said, I'm really excited. I think uh, hopefully we have uh, some people here on the 26th. I know that's a bad, you know, a lot of people's already out of town. Yeah. Did you see the stadium, the stands last night at Miami? It looked yeah, like wasn't a, too many people there, were they? There was a lot of people dressed up like empty seats. Um, well, there was also quite a few of you people there. Well, I was going to say there was about 200 people there, and I think 190 of them were wearing green and white. And uh, it wasn't that bad of <laughs> weather either. So, no. you know, a lot of times those November games, it's really cold or snowing. But I remember, I think it was Ball State. It might have been last year they showed that game. And the only people was on the Ball State sideline or the stands was their band. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that. I know, I know that I don't think they were supposed to show that, but somehow they did. And I'll never forget that. I looked, and there was nobody else on that side. Yeah, they do those accidental so, stands right. shots there too. Right. That, you so know, I, I thought that was funny, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if you look beyond the the benches where the players are standing, sitting right there. <laughs> You can see up into the stands that there's nobody there, or not right. not That's very why I many wish people. They, I wish they wouldn't do. I mean, I know why they do them, but yeah. I wish they wouldn't do them because you want the atmosphere. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how. I mean, it's just not fair to the kids not having the atmosphere of like a Saturday night game or a Saturday afternoon game. Yeah. Yep. And really, as good as the MAC, I mean, like the last couple of Ohio games on there, it's got, had to be fun to watch for a lot of people. So, I mean, I would I hope they could get better time slots or something. Yeah, well, you, you like you said, you know why it's on weeknights. All the MAC games in November are weeknight games because of TV. I mean, it gets, right. them, gets them on ESPN. You know, they get millions of dollars in free advertising, so to speak, that way for the universities, for their schools. And, you know, that's that's the reason why it's TV that dictates it. Right. Yep, I know. Just like when you have to move to Saturday afternoon basketball games to Friday night. I hate that because of high school sports. And Oh, yeah. All righty. Oh, well. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good, Jerry. Thanks for the call. Thanks okay. for bringing it All up. Right, you bet. Sure. Yep. All right. Well, let's see here. As I said earlier, and we'll come back to this for a bit, there's only three states that have called their election. Ohio is one of them, Colorado, New Hampshire. Now, there's um, six states that are expected to soon. If 10 days is soon, 16 days in Georgia. Holy cow. Anyway, um, Wisconsin, um, sometime today. Um understand this thing. I guess Michigan is supposed to finish up today. Pennsylvania, four days. Nevada, four days. Arizona, nine days. North Carolina, ten days. Georgia, 16 days. Well, uh, I don't understand this. Why... Ohio can do it, and others can't. All right, well, what about the election itself? The um, 
John Fetterman, right? He was um, the Pennsylvania Democratic Senate nominee. Beat Dr. Oz. Mehmet Oz. Uh, his actual name. Um, and, you know, that was kind of an interesting campaign because... The fellow who has apparently won, John Fetterman, had had some sort of health problem recently, and some of his verbal language was um, not perfectly smooth, right? Yes. He had a stroke a month or two ago. But he was. um, Let's see here. He declared victory yesterday. Now, still undecided. Democrats defied expectations in the midterm elections, potentially defending enough seats to maintain control of the Senate, but likely not enough to keep Republicans from taking the House. The battle for power in Congress stood too close to call this morning. The Democrats' biggest win of the night came in Pennsylvania, that Senate race (coughs) that I just spoke about, uh, where John Fetterman defeated Mehmet Oz, Dr. Oz, to flip the seat, which is held by the retiring Republican Pat Toomey. Three other races critical to the outcome of the Senate control are occurring in Arizona, Georgia, and Nevada, all of which were too close to call as of this morning. Democrats who are running incumbents in all three states probably need to win two to keep the Senate. The Republicans have to pick off two to take over. And we may not know who won the Senate for some time. Georgia's contest appears headed to a runoff, which would be held in December. Wow. In the House, Republicans are favored to win control, but they appear to be on track to do so by less than many political observers had expected. Forecasts uh, that Republicans will end up with 224 seats, just above the 218 needed to secure a majority. That result would be the weakest performance by the president's opposing party in a midterm election since 2002. Um, Here's a guy saying this is... uh, This is not the night the Republicans wanted. Who said it? It was the New York Times political analyst. I think he went on to say the party is underperforming most everywhere. Well, I've got a lot more about it, but it's um, at this point, if they don't, you know, I went in. 
I, first of all, I could have gone absentee, not absentee, uh, early voting. Even though I like all the gals in the office, I, I don't do it. I'd rather go in where everybody's voting, see all the election workers, go through that process. And it doesn't take... I know they say sometimes it's backed up. I've never had that happen. And I saw people I knew that were working the polls and everything. It's just a, a pleasant experience, right? So I went to one of those little booths, and I was darkened in all those little oval circles next to the names I was for. And then you tear off the, the one end, um, which is perforated and comes off easily. And you walk up, and you put it in the, the scanner, and boom, boom, it's done. And then you put the slip in the uh, pocket in front of it. And I walked out, felt pretty good, you know? Yep. Yeah, it's pretty easy you know, when you go to those tables that they have set up there. <laughs> Every time I go to one, if somebody else is on on there or on the other side, you always, for some reason, I always feel that table wiggling. You know, when people go to darken those circles in. Oh, well, that's because there's... There's not much support to them. There's four sides to them. Yeah. So you could have four voters of working course. on it at any given moment. Yeah. Some people really get down and vibrate that voting table pretty well. Pretty good, though. Right. But yeah, I was... I mean, I had to wait, I don't know, a few minutes before I was able to present my ID and then get a ballot. So there was a short line where I was. Yeah, I, I did not experience any delay, but uh, I have in the past. Just depends on time of day you go. It I does, think. yes. And I went at, uh, <clears throat> I think it was 10.30. Yeah. All right. Um, well... Will tell. Um, any any other points on uh, the election you think we should bring out? Um, well, just I think we the most important one for me anyway is that you know there's still elections up in the air. Yeah. They're going to determine uh, number one the U.S. Senate still a toss up. I think uh, the House has already been uh, decided that it will be controlled by the Republicans. Therefore, a new Speaker of the House will be present, which uh, all, all by all accounts, probably going to be Kevin McCarthy. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, the Senate races are going to be uh, yet to be determined. So we'll see what happens. Do we have uh, local election results there? Well, anywhere? Um, yes, that's a good point. We could probably get to those. Um, I'm sorry. I Okay, so let's see. Local. Alexander Township, Fire Levy, Coolville, Jacksonville. Okay, for county commissioner, uh, Lenny Eliasson is reelected. 
Court of Appeals. Um, we have, uh, I believe, Christy Wilkins. Um, now, we had, um, you know, more than one county involved in the state representative thing. Tanya Comrath, Jay Edwards. Jay Edwards, the incumbent. In Athens County, Tanya got 10,225 votes. That's 50, almost 50, let me adjust my glasses here. Almost 57%. Jay got 44, 43%. Anyway, but when you add the other county that is involved, Jay won. Okay, so um, Tanya Comrath made a good run at it, um, but uh, Jay has been reelected to our state house, 94th district. Okay, county commissioner, I already said, Lenny Eliason. County auditor, we had a, a race there between Jill Thompson and Rick Wasserman. Jill the winner. She returns to that post. Or she continues at that post. Let's see. Albany Village Tax Levy Current. Um, 56.9% voted against it. Then the Albany Village fi Tax Fire Levy. 71.6% um, voted for that. Amesville Village had a tax levy concerning their police force, and 70, almost 73% approved it. Amesville um, also had a village tax levy for current expenses. Again, 74% uh, approved. Turn the page here. Coolville. Village of Coolville. This is surrender corporate powers. I don't really understand that, but those of you down there disapproved it. Uh, Fifty, almost sixty percent said no. Jacksonville. Their village tax levy for current operating expenses. Sixty-seven um, percent approved. Trimble Village. This is a tax levy for permanent improvements. 2.8 mils, I, I think. Um, again, that was approved. 50, uh, almost 55% said yes. Trimble Village, tax levy for permanent improvements. Again, uh, this one was 3.4 mils. Uh, it was approved by 53 and a third percent. Trimble Village tax fire levy, 57 and a third percent approved it. <coughs> Excuse me. Alexander Township tax levy for the fire department, 63 percent approved it. Wait a minute. Have I already done this one? No. Okay. <coughs> Athens Township had a tax levy for the Richland Fire Department, 80 percent approved it. Athens Township tax levy for the Plains Fire Department, 70 
almost 73% approved that one. Now, Burn Township had a tax road levy uh, for roads, and 73% approved that. Canaan Township had a tax levy for their fire department. Almost 81% supported that. Canaan Township, tax levy for cemeteries, 69% approved it. Oh, we have an EAS test coming up, don't we? Yes, I hear trying to. Why isn't it on the air? We'll see if it does. Are you supposed to do something? No. Well, I think we figured out what happened there. Uh, that did air live on WATH. And we'll have to get our engineer in and figure out why it didn't appear on WATH FM 97.1. Which I might add is going to be changed to 97.3 down the road. And be a lot stronger signal. Okay. I forgot where I left off. Let's see. Rome Township, I think, was the uh, next one. Rome Township, this was um, for roads. Uh, 69 said 69% approved. Waterloo Township, also a, a road tax levy. 67% said yes. York Township, this is for the fire department, 76% approved it. Okay, so that's that. And turn the page. Um, there were four liquor election type things. And all were approved. So, there. Yeah, one other thing we might add is uh, we also voted on issues one and two statewide. Both of them were approved overwhelmingly. Ohio issue one was a state amendment for judges to set bail. Oh, yes. That judges are permitted to do that now to keep it out of the Ohio Supreme Court. And uh, that passed uh, almost 78% to 22%. 
and Ohio issued two, which was uh, voter laws to prohibit non-electors from voting. Uh, overwhelmingly passed uh, 77% to 23%. So uh, with that, now Ohio issue one requires Ohio judges to uh, consider our public safety when they set bail for people facing criminal charges. I think there was kind of an outcry about the slaps on the hands for serious offenses. Mm-hmm. And so it was put on the ballot for the people to decide, and it was overwhelmingly passed. Issue number two uh, was an amendment to block local governments from allowing non-citizens to vote. It now becomes law in the state of Ohio. And uh, incidentally, issue one goes into effect immediately. Issue two, uh, of course, will be applied when the next vote happens, the next elections happen. And it uh, now specifies that to be eligible to vote in state and local elections, a person must be a U.S. citizen older than 18 and register to vote where they are legal where they are legal residents for at least 30 days. Um, Let me bring up the fact that um, uh, Scott may be doing the show alone tomorrow. Uh, I'll know something later this afternoon about that, and um, I'll let him know. But um, this is uh, just the way it is. Yeah, and you know, you... May get there, may be excused too. You know, you know, you never know. All right, um, let's do our on this date in history, and then call it a day. So November ninth, it is. I've got a birthday coming up. Anyway, in fourteen ninety four, Piero, the unfortunate of De Medici family ruler of Florence, loses his power and flees the state. 1494 on this date. What a name. The unfortunate. Yeah, of the Medici (laughs) family. Yeah, I don't know. 1799, Napoleon Bonaparte pulls off a coup and becomes the dictator of France under the title of First Consul. 1890, Iraqi President Saddam Hussein declares holy war against Iran. 1994, Darmastadium, the chemical element 110 discovered at GSI Helmholtz Center for Heavy Ion Research. That was in Darmstadt, Germany. Hence, it's being named Darstetium. 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 In 1998, the brokerage houses are ordered to pay one, um, well, a little over a billion dollars, U.S. dollars, to NASDAQ investors to compensate for price fixing. This being the largest civil settlement in U.S. history. In 2020, drug makers BioNTech and Pfizer announced that the COVID-19 vaccine 
to be over 90% effective in its first look at the results from their Phase 3 trial, which involved a trial of 44,000 people. Okay. Oh, here. What's this about? It says, a tragic end today for Kelly Clarkson. What's wrong there? Oh, that's, that's more of that clickbait. Oh, okay. Trying to get you to click on that. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with her. Famous birthdays. Benjamin Banneker, B-A-N-N-E-K-E-R. He was born on this date in 1731, died in 1806. Benjamin Banneker is an American naturalist, an African-American naturalist, mathematician, astronomer, and almanac author. He was a landowner and also worked as a surveyor and farmer. What is he best known for? Let's see here. He garnered public acclaim by building a clock entirely out of wood. Mm. The clock is believed to be the first built in America. It kept precise time for decades. Okay, uh, we're short on time here. We're going to yep. have to move on. Hedy Lamar, actress, 1914, her birth date on this date. She died in 2000. Hedy Lamar. An Austrian-born American film actress and inventor, film star during Hollywood's golden age, Lamar has been described as one of the greatest movie actresses of all time. She had great eyes. Great everything, for that matter. Uh, Edward the Seventh, uh, born on this date in 1841, died in 1910. Edward the Seventh, former king of England and Ireland and the British Dominions, and also Emperor of India from January 1901 until his death in 1910. Marie Dressler, she was born on this date in 1868. She died in 1934. She was a Canadian stage and screen actress, comedian, and early silent film and depression area uh, depression era film star in 1914 she was the first in the first full-length film comedy she won the academy award for best actress in 1931 well looking at her picture she looks very not she, she doesn't look like a what am i trying to say humorist she looks very serious okay famous deaths charles de gaulle on this date in 1970 um, Former president of France. Then Ibn Saad, S-A-U-D, I-B-N-S-A-U-D, two words, um, died on this date in 1953. Former king of Saudi Arabia. Let's see here. What else do we have? I guess, I guess that's it. Okay. Good um, timing because we're down to about 20 seconds. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, have a great day out there. And we'll be back tomorrow. At least Scott will. I hope to be. Um, look at it outside. It's beautiful. Yes. And 51 degrees currently headed up to 71. Enjoy it. Please do.
In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. It's the morning after a very important and consequential midterm election. Voting has ended and ballots are still being counted. So what's the mood at the White House? Chief White House correspondent Nancy Cordes tells us it's pretty upbeat. They feel excitement mixed with some validation uh, because they managed, they think, to buck a historic trend. They didn't lose dozens of seats the way previous presidents have. Control of Congress up for grabs, and while CBS characterizes the House-leaning Republican, nothing final on the Senate, but a big race in Pennsylvania is projected to go to Democrat John Fetterman. I'm proud of what we ran on, protecting a woman's right to choose, raising our minimum wage, fighting the union way of life. Strong day for the ladies taking the governor's chair for the first time in Massachusetts, Arkansas, and New York. Arizona's governor's race too close to call, but Republican Carrie Lake says... The fake media back there tried to tell us we were wrong for asking questions about our elections. Guess what? We are going to win this. The issue of abortion was big on the ballot in several states. Five months after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, Michigan, California, and Vermont have reaffirmed abortion rights in their state constitutions. An anti-abortion measure in Kentucky is too close to call. Maryland and Missouri have legalized recreational marijuana. Arkansas and North Dakota have rejected it. CBS's Vicki Barker. In other news, Tropical Storm 